<clears throat> Tell it like it is podcast. I'm your host, Bigger, aka the Big Custodian. All right. <clears throat> I want to dive into some issues that I heard. No trip on my part, but I'm here to dive into it. You have some odd makers having Dallas Cowboys winning the NFC East. True or not, I'm not here to argue that. I'm here to stand behind Washington football team, though. As a true loyal fan, the odd makers, whoever you are, are goofy as hell. I'm willing to debate this, and I know you probably would never hear this podcast, whoever the odd makers are, but let me tell you something about Washington football team. If you still sleeping on that 79, that was the best 79 that a team can do given what we went through as a country. And for you, whoever put that out there, Jerry Trotter wrote it, but whoever the odd makers are, I really don't pay attention or give a damn. But you're bringing up 79, so I'm here to let you know how stupid you are. That 79 was well-earned, and it could easily be either 10 or 11 if you're watching or paid attention. It was the quarterback play. It was the lack of quarterback play, 34% QBR. You tell me how far you're going to get. Most teams would probably got four or five wins. Washington the year before was three, only three win team. So to get four more could have been eight or even seven more wins with decent quarterback play because they was in them games. Hell, they should have swept the Giants. And I'm speaking to you, odd maker, again. I think your assessment, bringing up 79 or whoever brought it up, and keep hanging your hat on last year about that, is absolutely ludicrous. Tell it like it is, podcast. Let's dive into this. They should have swept the Giants, and I know should have, could have, whatever, whatever the hell that saying is, I'm using it. If Kyle Allen takes off for that two-point conversion instead of pussyfoot and throw it, Throwing it in the harm's way, and he had open grass. That's a two-point conversion, and they was down. I think momentum swings Washington's way if they convert that two-point and tie that game up. What you think, fool? And then, and then they should have had a beat again in FedEx Field. So right there, let's say that's nine wins. And the Seattle Seahawks game definitely with better quarterback play, not taking nothing away from Project 11. Alex Smith, AK Project 11. But the guy just don't go deep. 
He'd rather take care of the ball, and that will cost you if you don't take chances, and it did. So you tell me, that's 10 wins. And for a 79 team, you said, somebody said they took advantage of Dak being injured. Well, what the hell are they supposed to do? Okay, we're going to blow this game because Dak's hurt. With that defense raising hell in Dallas, against Dallas twice, how do you know Dak was going to prevail? How do we know this? Your statements is unfair. And I'm telling you, you are flat out wrong. Yeah, 79, okay. They won seven games. But I'm here to tell you, it should have been 10 or 11. Definitely 10. They should have beat Seattle. Okay? Washington's defense will spot you 14 points. If you're out there listening to Odd Makers or Jerry Tyler, I'm not going to call you no names. You just wrote it. But if y'all out there listening to this podcast, or will receive this podcast, Washington's defense, if you haven't been watching last year, they will spot teams 14 points, and then what happens? I'll tell you what happens. Lights out. They shut you down completely. Ryan Rivera and his crew, or his coaches, let me, let me clean that up, had done a hell of a job last year, okay? Let me take you through a little bit of something. Ryan Rivera had cancer, diagnosed with cancer. He was dealing with that. Scotty Turner, Jack Del Rio, and name a few others. Nasco, the line coach. Harris Jr., the defensive back coach. Okay? They had no training camp to speak of, like a lot of teams, okay. But a lot of them teams that, that, that are equipped being with their coaches, except for Tom Brady, and I'm going to get to that in a little bit. So don't go nowhere. Okay, they had no training camp. You had your head coach dealing with cancer, and they never met these players before. They did it through Zoom. They drafted through Zoom. And went in the division. And then come back a year later and put out there that they took advantage of Dakless Cowboys. I don't give a damn. This team earned the seven wins, and it should have been 10. Or 11 wins last year. Do people not open their eyes? All y'all really care about is W's? Really? Washington, if it if they listen to what people have said, Washington should have been pick, having the number one pick this year. Okay? Uh-uh, not so fast, my friend. Ron Rivera and his coaching staff deserve more credit than what the eye makers are giving them. Eye makers, you are straight up full of it. And I'm ready and willing to debate everything, and I will repeat it if y'all ever hear this. So I'm going to tell you where you can find me. 
Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, WordPress.com, RocketCast, Anchor.fm, Big E, and Spotify. Now, I would love to debate this, but I'm going to close this show out because I fired up and something something disturbs me about some of the Kansas City Chiefs fans. Yeah, that's right. And if you get bothered by it, I don't give a damn. Tell it like it is podcast. My beautiful wife is a diehard. My son's a diehard. Terry Weston out there is a diehard. Corey Dillon, the gentleman I, I cleaned the building that he worked for, and he's still working there, I guess, I'm assuming, a diehard. These four are very, very positive people. Lloyd Cop, I don't want to forget you, Park Hill. These are positive Chief fans. So where I'm going with this is my wife went on a site or Chief site, and they're bitching already, and it's preseason. She defended the Chiefs. Good for her. They're talking about they don't know what's wrong with Mahomes. Well, let me tell you something, fools. It's preseason for one. For two, didn't this man have turf toe injury? Yeah, I'm going to defend Mahomes. Okay, I got respect for the Chiefs. But I'm not a Chief fan, but I am going to tell you, I think it's idiotic to sit up there and be on a, on social media bitching about you don't know what's wrong with this man, you don't know what's wrong with the team. Well, let me tell you, it's preseason. And if you don't go to the Super Bowl, you really, really, really expectation, think that you got to go every year? Kansas City, most of them, some of them, let me backtrack, some of them, I'm not going to put everybody in that category, are a bunch of spoiled fans. There's no guarantees from year to year. Okay? Tampa Bay had beat that team with backup linemen. And what did Andy Reid go do this season? What did Andy Reid go do this season? He went out and got him some linemen that he felt are dogs to protect Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid's no fool. Mahomes is still lingering a little bit with that toe. He has surgery. Kansas City Chiefs fans, some of you are straight up disrespectful, ungrateful, and spoiled. My wife was bothered by that. She's a dog. Tell it like it is. Podcast. I'm going to back up a little bit. Back on Washington. Somebody in the B-79 showing the hell represented the NFC with class, hard work, and dignity resiliency in the playoffs like they've done all year. You ask Tampa Bay. That was a battle. They didn't run away with that game. And if Fitzmagic can't get the job done, you still got Taylor Heineke. These three quarterbacks that are there, Heineke, 
Kyle Allen, Fitzmagic, even Steven Montross. They work their asses off. They don't want to let Riverboat Ryan and his, their teammates down and them coaches. There's a difference. I can live with losing, but can you out there? Can you as Chief fans, can y'all live with it? Does not hard work, dignity, resiliency, no quit means anything to anybody out there. You want W's? Okay, fine. Rivera is going after them dogs. He's going after them workers. He's going after them players that will not quit or give up on play. I'm going to tell you something, and I'm going to dive in this uh, next episode, number 92. I don't know who the hell he is for Washington, but I'll tell you what. I've seen the game against Cincinnati. This defensive lineman was blocked. And you know what he did? He ran it down for a two-yard loss. That's what I'm saying, no quit. We preach it. But do you really seek it? Or do you need dynamic plays every day or every game? You need 45 points uh, to 50 points. You want to put them in the stands. Well, what puts them in the stands is a team that works hard, don't quit, and eventually them W's going to come. I'm good. I'm at peace. But I'm telling you, don't come up to me and talk about 79. You don't know shit. That 79 was well-earned, and it should have been more. Yes, and that's what I'm out to discuss. But tell you what, I'm going to keep it right around 15 minutes or so on my episodes. But again, it's, it's a shame that you got fans out there. All they expect is Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. And you're not looking at what, what the Chiefs had done. They've been the two back-to-back, right? And for y'all to be bitching or griping or whatever, however you want to label it, that you don't know what's wrong. It's preseason, fool. That's what's wrong. And I'm glad my wife, Allison Hinkle, stood up for her team, and that's how I'm going to leave it. School starts Monday north of the river. Everybody have a good one, and I hope your kids do well. And everybody take care, and welcome back, students. And you can reach me at Google Podcast Breaker, Radio Public, WorldPress.com, Pocket Cast, Anchor.fm, slash Big E, and Spotify. And I'm going to dive into some under-the-radar players for Washington football team. I will do that segment on Thursday. Everybody have a good one and enjoy your week.